Hey there, my friend. Welcome to Both And. I am your host, Gentry Lesby, and this is where we talk about life and humanity and explore it from all different kinds of ways and make sure that your life and your ideas matter because they do. And if you need someone to tell you that today, I am here to tell you your life and your ideas matter. You're here on purpose. I know there is a reason you're listening today. So let's stick around and find out what it is. Okay, we're going to talk about a parable today. It's a parable that I have heard a few times. It's come across my life a few times recently. And today's the day we're going to talk about it because we need to talk about it. It's important. And it's called The Wolf You Feed. You might have heard this, and there could very well be multiple versions of the story. But what I'm going to share with you is the one that specifically came to me. So here goes. One evening, an old Cherokee told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, My son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The old grandfather simply replied, the one you feed. I love this story. I love this parable. I love what it represents. This idea that the things you feed are what win out in your life. If you listen to my very first episode of this podcast, it was called Show Up With Gentry back then, but it's still there. It's episode one. And I do share about my own story a little bit in that. And one of the parts that I talk about that was so foundational for me was when I moved to Los Angeles. I was 19 years old, and I had this dream for so many years since I was a little kid that I was going to move to LA and I was going to become a famous actor and director and producer. And I had this singular focus, and everything around my life revolved around that. Everything in my life revolved around that. And in some ways, I I was feeding that idea as well. And so I packed up my car when I was 19 years old with my, my small earthly possessions. And I drove across the country with my mom. We drove from Pennsylvania to Los Angeles, California. And I remember feeling like this was it. I had finally, finally stepped in to the reason I am on planet Earth. And 
then things got real. <laughs> apartment hunting. Having never owned an apartment before, I had very few friends. I had one friend in LA and a couple friends a couple hours outside of LA. I was so unprepared for this experience and it really, really started to take its toll on me. And what happened was I would sit alone. I did find an apartment and I would sit alone in my little studio apartment and I would feel lonely. And then I would start to think of all the reasons why I was indeed lonely. I didn't have friends. I didn't have family. I didn't have anyone to connect with. And then I would think about how sad I felt. And then I would think of all the reasons why I felt sad. I was away from everything I knew and everything I loved. And I was living in this tiny little studio apartment. And I was running out of money. And I one time got down to one pack of ramen noodles and ranch dressing in the refrigerator. And that was my dinner. And all of these things just made me go deeper and deeper into self-pity, into sorrow, into anger, into envy. Why wasn't thing, why weren't things working out faster and better like they were for this other person? I went deep and I fed all of those hard but very real emotions. And I looked for all the evidence as to why they were real. And you know what happened? They got bigger. They grew over time. And as they grew, they got stronger. And as they got stronger, they took over. And instead of the 19-year-old with the biggest dreams and huge aspirations, and, and that kid who packed his car without any fear and drove to a new state on the entire other side of the country and was ready to do this. He was, he was buried deep beneath the wolf that was so big and so powerful of sadness and depression and, and unhappiness and self-pity and and I kept feeding that wolf. I kept letting that wolf call the shots and very quickly somehow convinced myself that this dream, this only, the one and only dream, the one and only thing I wanted for my life wasn't what I wanted. And I packed up and I moved home. What you feed wins. I have this quote printed out on my desk that says, what you focus on expands. And that's the more metaphysical, quantum physics, spiritual perspective. But the idea is the same. 
and it's simple. What you feed wins. What you focus on expands. If you're struggling in a relationship, something happened and you can't get past what happened and you can't let it go, and then you start to tell other people around you and and those people reinforce your perspective and and they they give you that food to keep feeding your anger and frustration over the situation and then you start to journal about it from that state of anger and frustration and and it intensifies and it grows and and suddenly this relationship issue that could have been dealt with has become this vicious and ferocious beast and it starts to affect how you do everything else and you start to feel that anger and that frustration in other situations and in other relationships and before you know it you become this fiercely angry person and you feel like the world's out to get you it's the same way that as my sadness and loneliness grew and i fed it it started to change how i saw the world and what i wanted out of the world And looking back, looking back, I regret letting that happen because, because instead of focusing on the big dream that I have had back then, I focused on all the wrong things. And it started to change the trajectory of my life. Now, (laughs) this is not a topic. This is not about regret. Because I don't fundamentally think regret is a helpful stance to take. But when I look back at that situation, I do feel a little bit of regret. I do feel that in my body. And as you know, we have to feel our feelings. So I do feel that. I can think differently about it. I can see how what happened led me to where I am. And I can see the incredible lessons and the journey that life unfolded for me after that moment, after I moved home from Los Angeles. But I still feel that regret, so I have to acknowledge that it's there. This isn't the only time that that happened either. When I was recently going through some of the hardest seasons with my wife and our our journey to start a family and, and, you know, the global pandemic and all that was happening over the last few years in 2020 and kind of trickling into 2021, and I believed that positive thinking was the way out of that. But that didn't work in the middle of my grief, in the middle of my pain, in the middle of my sadness. And what I felt more than anything was anger. That was my go-to emotion during those hard times. And anger felt good. So I fed it. I fed that anger. And that anger grew but it kind of brought along the depression, which is like, great, okay, so depression is getting bigger. Okay, well, depression's bringing a lot of sadness, and sadness was really hungry, so let's feed that sadness. And oh, you know, somewhere along the way, I became really judgmental. And so judgmental, that one was starving, so I fed a lot to 
judgment. And then I watched as I didn't want to be around people anymore. (laughs) It's so funny to me. It's just, I was doing this. I was feeding the depression, the sadness, the anger, the judgment. And then, you know, looking at it from an outside perspective, it's so obvious. Well, of course I didn't want to be around people, but I did that. You see, I did that. People just made me angry. And, and I didn't want to see people's happiness on social media because that just fed the sadness and, and I just felt angry and I didn't want to read about improving myself because I was too busy feeding my depression. What you feed gets stronger. It grows. What you put your focus on expands. That's the important thing to remember. What you put your focus on expands. You get to choose. Yeah, you might feel sad. I felt sad. I felt angry. But I had a choice in whether I just allowed that feeling to work itself through my body and detach the thoughts that were causing those feelings and choose other thoughts. But I didn't. I let the thoughts that fed the sadness and the depression and the anger stay, and I let them get bigger. And I did that. That's on me. What I fed got stronger. And so, of course, of course, it had this trickle-down effect in my life where I didn't want to be with people. Taking it back to my time in California, when I fed that sadness and depression back then, It had this trickle-down effect of making me abandon my entire life dream. Do you see where I'm going here? You have a choice in this. I have had a choice the whole time. But as that beast grows around you, as that wolf gets stronger, it gets harder to make the choices you need to make in order to stop feeding those things. Actually, it makes me think of Game of Thrones and Khaleesi's dragons. And in the beginning, I, I mean, they were kind of cute and they were small. They were like little puppies, little scaly, fire-breathing puppies. But they grew and they grew. And by the final season of the show, they were large enough to burn down. Oh, boy, this is a spoiler. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, come on, get on, get on it. But these dragons grew and they were large enough to burn down an incredibly powerful city. I just want to point out that in this little metaphor, uh, you're the city, not the dragon. The dragon is like the wolf, and it's going to get bigger, and it's going to grow, and eventually it may grow to a size that is so destructive and out of your control. Anger, depression, fear, anxiety, sadness, loneliness, pain, trauma. They don't need you to feed them. I think that's what we forget. They don't actually need us to feed them. They're perfectly self-sufficient guests. And just like I've been saying, they can come into your life and they can teach you something. Even all these bad, awful emotions that we want to put on the bad list, they can come and they can teach you. But you have to set boundaries. You have to let them know who's in charge, which is you. They have a purpose. They have a use. But they aren't going to leave if you feed them. 
if you keep throwing food, they will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And what happens when they turn on you? That's what happened to me in California. I fed the beast and it turned on me. It turned on me and it convinced me that my dreams didn't matter. And when I was going through a hard season over the last couple years and feeling the anger turned on me and I didn't want to be with people. And I once again abandoned another part of my life. I have patterns. We all have patterns. This one's mine. I didn't catch what was happening early enough. Back in California as a 19-year-old kid, I didn't even know what was happening. Over the last two years as a 30-something-year-old, I was more aware, but I didn't catch it early enough. I let the anger in, the frustration, the the jealousy, the self-pity, the envy, all of those things listed in the parable, I let them in. You know, it was kind of like I put out a self-feeding bowl for them. One of those self-feeding dog bowls. I just let those wolves in, let them into my home, kept the feeder running, and I ignored how big they were getting. Don't do this. Don't feed the things in your life that aren't helpful that don't serve you, that don't move you forward, that aren't for your greatest good and the greatest good of all. Don't feed them. Don't focus on all the things that are wrong and then wonder why things keep going wrong. You have to know that you're doing this and then you have to take responsibility for doing this. All of the negative emotions and states that we experience, they'll take care of themselves. They will. They don't need you to take care of them. But talk to them. Ask them what they want to teach you and listen. Let those emotions work themselves out in your body. And and when it's time and they're no longer helping you or teaching you, they'll get hungry enough and they'll go look for food somewhere else. So let them go. What you feed wins. Just like the parable of the grandfather telling his son when he asked, which wolf wins? The one you feed. So what are you feeding? What are you feeding that you need to stop? Let's think about that this week. As always, my friend, keep an open mind, open heart, open hands, and stay curious. I'll talk to you soon. All right, one last thing before you go. If you liked the podcast, do me a favor and subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're all over the place, iTunes. Spotify, you name it, we are probably there. So go ahead and subscribe and also share this. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, and share it on social media. And if you do, tag me so that I can see it. I am at Gentry Lesby 
on all the socials. So find me there, follow me there, and share this episode on social media and be sure to tag me. And of course, last but not least, do me a favor and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That way, more people can find it. It's a really simple thing to do. All right, that's it. You can go back to whatever you were doing now. Thanks for listening.